welcome to The Feathered Desert, a podcast all about desert bird feeding in the southwestern region of the United States. So welcome to The Feathered Desert. This is Cheryl and Kirsten is with me today and we're going to talk about MODIS, putting Arizona on the map. And before I get started, I just want to give a shout out to um, the author of the article that I read, Rebecca Stevenson. She put in a nice article in the Desert Rivers Audubon magazine um, called What is Modus? And she gave me the inspiration for this podcast and I did some additional research, but she put the thought in my head. So I just want to give a shout out to her. So it has been a constant challenge for scientists to study migrating birds. They do not stay in one place for long. Where do these birds go? Where do they stop over and end up on their journeys? What scientists would love to have available to them is a way to fly along with these birds so they have a complete picture of how these birds live. This complete picture is what an amazing wildlife tracking system called MODIS does. All right. So what exactly is MODIS? That is literally just what I was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Most people are thinking. Yes. Um, So it was started by the nonprofit Birds Canada in 2014. MODIS is Latin for movement. That makes so much sense. And this system seeks to track the precise travels of birds and other winged creatures like bats, beads, uh, not beads, oh my gosh, bats, bees, and monarch butterflies through digital radio telemetry. That sounds awesome. Yes. So this is how it works. Birds and other winged animals are carefully fitted with a small lightweight transmitter called a nanotag. And yes, they even have these small enough to fit on a monarch butterfly, which is mind-boggling. That's amazing. It's crazy. So these nanotags are attached using minimalistic harnessing or glue. And it's, it's not glue that hurts them. It's glue that will wear off eventually. When the animals are released, there's no need to recapture them to obtain the data collected. Instead, the transmitter on the bird sends back a unique ping out into the atmosphere on a shared radio frequency. So the pings transmit in a 12-mile radius around the bird as it goes through life, flying wherever it's flying. The MODIS tower stations are tuned to this frequency. Then they pick up the ping and they relay the data to the database headquarters in Canada where it is then processed, analyzed, and shared with researchers. It's just amazing. Yeah. Uh, when, wild, when tracking wildlife with an automated radio uh, telepathy. Telemetry. Telemetry, thank you. Over vast distances, the challenge of deploying enough receivers to detect the tracking information goes, grows exponentially. 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 Oh, my gosh. To be able to share this information between researchers uh, remedies that. So basically, everyone is sharing the same data. 
This greatly expands the potential to track birds with high temporal and geographic precision over great distances, which puts MODIS so far ahead of the more commonly used tracking methods. And these methods, the more common ones, Kirsten and I have talked about in one of our other uh, migrating migration podcasts. There's the GPS or geolocator tracking device, and this device stores the data over time, or as you may have seen on TV, a person following an animal with a handheld receiver. In order for data stored to be useful, it has to be recovered, and this involves recapturing the animal or bird and removing it. It's a lot of variables um, at play and long hours for the researchers. So like anything in life, things don't always go as planned, even with MODIS. There are the transmitters. The large ones are solar-powered. Then this eliminates the need to change batteries. But the smaller ones, these fit on small songbirds, hummingbirds, bees, and butterflies, must rely on battery power. And once the battery goes dead, the transmitting of the data stops. There's also nature getting in the way, like a bird dies, or the transmitter falls off. Yep, everything is unexpected in life. Yes. So after the transmitter situation, we have to think about the tower stations. So the tower stations for MODIS are just small antenna connected to a receiver and a power supply. Each station detects pings from any transmitter within a nine-mile radius of it in, of course, optimal conditions. So impressive it may be, but it is still limiting as far as being a wide-ranging migration tool. To effectively track wildlife in real time requires a lot of stations. I mean, it's only picking up a range of nine miles. So the stations have to be installed, then, of course, they have to be diligently maintained, which can be a difficult job considering that they are often placed in remote locations because, well, that's where the birds are. Right. And they are, of course, subjected to environmental havoc because they're outside because <laughs> that's where the <laughs> birds are. <laughs> so you have to worry about things such as storms. They do get struck by lightning because they are made of metal. Um, or sometimes, you know, an animal might decide, what is this? I need to clean my teeth on it. And they decide to eat it or scratch it or whatever. I was surprised at that. but Yeah, you never know. I mean, when somebody gets a little food stuck in their teeth, you, know, you got to get something to get it out. So, but it is all worth it because though um, through this data collected by MODIS, scientists get a really complete picture of a bird's migratory journey. They get to see where it goes. They're seeing how fast it travels where it stops to rest, and for how long, and then ultimately where it ends up. And this information helps scientists to know how birds migrate, such as what areas they rely on during stopovers, how long they stay at each stop, when and where they begin their journey, and where it ends. And this information also expands the nuances of migration and what specific populations do. And that's all important in the end. If we don't know these things, we cannot help with our conservation efforts. So as of 2023, over 1,500 MODIS tower stations have been deployed in a total of 31 countries, including Canada and the United States, Mexico, Australia, the United Kingdom, and Chile. That's the one that kind of threw me for a loop was Chile. 
Yeah, I was surprised. Um, yeah, Chile. It's interesting. <laughs> it must be those South American migratory birds. And maybe, it, maybe. And Chile, and that Chile was open to the idea. Yep. They are actually, Chile doesn't get really a lot of upstanding pats on the back for their conservation work. They really do actually quite a bit of conservation work there. They probably get a lot of sh- uh, shorebird, um, migratory shorebirds. Yeah, probably. Up along their coast. Okay. So Modus is growing. And even though Modus is still in its infancy, it is growing rapidly through the international conservation communities. Modus has shed light on the lives of endangered birds, such as the Pacific red knot, the snowy plover, the tricolored blackbird in California, the grassland birds, and the mysterious Lewis woodpecker. A third of migrating bird species in North America are on the verge of extinction. And that is alarming. But with this powerful conservation tool, we can learn about the potential problems birds birds face at both ends of their full annual range. MODIS collects the kind of data that tells biologists precisely how each and every bird survives year to year what waterways or other landscapes birds are using to make their survival happen. MODIS also shows us what areas birds are not using or avoiding. And this data will help researchers to know what areas need to be protected to help birds survive and thrive. So important. What a exactly. Cool. Yes. Now, of course, we always like to talk about what affects Arizona. So this is actually putting Arizona on the map. So as of 2023, Arizona only had a modest handful of literally three modus tower stations, including one attached to a defunct windmill. Although, you know, hey, at least the windmill is getting used for something now, right? I know, but that is such, that is so Arizona. It very, it's totally Arizona. But now that is changing. There are plans to currently build more towers with the possibility of one being placed at our very own Gilbert Riparian Preserve. That would be so cool. I know. And they are getting more funding to outfit more birds with transmitters. So Arizona actually had its first MODIS tag application certification training course Boy, that was a mouthful. (laughs) Yeah, try saying that three times fast. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Um, But they did this to teach volunteers how how to safely handle and tag birds in February of 2023. And there are plans to host many more in the coming months. I was going to ask that. That would be so cool to do that. Yeah, you need to move back. Yes, I yes, I do. Um, so running Modus does take volunteers and experts working together to actually make this happen. Yes. Do we do we have a link? Are we gonna give a link to people to find out how they can volunteer for stuff that's coming up? I haven't uh I haven't found one. But okay. um I'll do some research and, and look further. Maybe it's I don't know, maybe it's on a modus um website and I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, we'll try to do that. So check out our show notes, everybody, and we will try to give you a link um, to do some volunteer training. That would be awesome. Because I would like to do it. So I was looking for it for myself. Yeah, cool. So the more volunteers, the more transmitters that are airborne. The more transmitters that get deployed, 
The more towers there are to move data, the big data, the bigger and more complete the picture of bird migration patterns will be. And as the saying goes, the more the merrier. And it's true with MODIS.